Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. and welcome to another podcast episode. We have got in this episode a great theme. This is like a really awesome, almost, I would almost call this a hack that you can use to help yourself realize when you're limiting yourself and to expand into the greater possibility that is available in any moment. So we're going to be talking about your thoughts and feelings in this episode. And just before I get into it, I I don't think I've announced this yet on the podcast. So I wanted to officially announce the Bali 2024 retreat that I am running in April next year. You guys have been, or a lot of you guys have been asking me for a retreat for a long time. I ran a retreat right right at the start of 2020. And this is my first post-pandemic retreat and it is happening, guys. I've been promising it for ages. It is now happening. It's scheduled. It's going to be in Bali. And the theme of this retreat is going to your next level, unlocking your next level in your life. So your next level in your career, in your finances, in your relationship, in your lifestyle. Right now, you're operating at a certain level. And chances are, you know, there's nothing wrong with that level. You are creating a lot of great things on that level, but you have a creative tension for something more. You have more potential of what you'd really love to up-level to. You'd love to up-level to living your life, you know, creating the amazing things you're creating with more ease, with more power, with more magnetism and magic rather than maybe push or struggle or force. And that's what I'm going to help you unlock in this retreat. So we are really going to be going through a transformational journey, a consciousness transformation of helping you uncover really what keeps you at your current level, what those what those things are for you, those patterns, those thoughts, those beliefs, those behaviors um, that you know keep keep you on your current level and help you unlock the consciousness of your higher level, of your highest self and what your next level expression of that is in your life. So it's going to be super powerful. I'm really excited. We've got a couple of you signed up already. Um, So if this is something you're interested in, if you're like, fuck, yes, I want to go on retreat in Bali with Alex and a group of really amazing other powerful women, then I'm going to put the link for more information in the description of this episode. You can go ahead, um, click on that link. I actually just realized I've got it in a PDF, not in um, 
not on a web page yet, but I'm going to create some link that's going to be in the description of this podcast episode. You can click that. And then if you want more information, you can book in a call with me and we can chat further about where you're at and whether this retreat uh, is going to be a appropriate next step for you. So I just wanted to mention that before I get into this episode, because it is very exciting. Now let's get into this episode on your thoughts and feelings. So I'm not sure if anyone has ever told you this before, but your thoughts and feelings aren't real. And I don't mean to gaslight you by that and say in or imply that you're not really experiencing them. You absolutely are experiencing your thoughts and feelings. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your thoughts and feelings, but your thoughts and feelings are not reality. Your thoughts and feelings are not what's really going on. They're what you believe about what's going on. They're your reaction to what's going on, not actually what's really going on. And that doesn't invalidate, again, you feeling them, you thinking them. It doesn't mean it's actually not incredibly valuable to be aware of what the thoughts and feelings are that's coming up for you and honor that, you know, that is your ego's experience. But that's exactly what it is, your ego's experience, not reality, not reality. So when you get this, this will enable you to be much more self-aware in your life and hence have a lot more power. You know, this is a hack I've even been using myself quite a bit recently, Whenever I've been feeling triggered in my shit, um, having things come up for me, feeling, you know, tense about things, um, any feelings of fear towards the future is to catch myself and go, huh, this is my thoughts and feelings are not real. What I'm thinking and feeling about this situation right now is not a reflection of reality. Again, it's not to say deny that you think or feel it. It's actually very helpful to see what it is that you think and feel, but to know what it is, which is your perception of reality and your perception comes from your unconscious. So if you follow me on Instagram or you're on my email list, um, or you've done some of my courses, you might have seen, um, this diagram of how our consciousness works, right? And essentially in this diagram, you can see that we have two main modes of awareness, our unconscious and our super conscious. And we are constantly receiving messages from these two different modes of awareness. So our unconscious mode of awareness is communicating to us what we believe, what our beliefs are. Our our unconscious awareness is from our ego. And this is a collection of all of our past experiences and our fundamental beliefs that we developed during childhood. So during childhood, we all are conditioned. That's just the way that we operate. We come into this world as a blank slate. We've got to learn how it works. And so whatever our formative experiences tell us about how it works, especially with our parents, that's that's how then we believe life is. We transpose that onto life, right? So they become our fundamental beliefs. And then all of our experiences that we have, all of our conditioning that we receive um, as we grow up and, you know, and into our adult lives is in our unconscious. That's what it communicates to us, like this learned experience of the world, which is not actually 
objectively how the world is. It's how we've learned to perceive the world, how we've learned to operate and function in the world. So it's inherently limited to us. It's, it's communicating to us the past, not actually looking at the relevance of the present moment. It never looks to the relevance of the present moment. It goes, hey, what did we experience in the past? What did we learn in the past? What happened with mom and dad when we were a kid? Well, this wasn't safe. Therefore, that's that's not safe. You know, it's never going to be safe. Our superconscious, on the other hand, is um, our mode of awareness that's connected to our higher self, our pure creative spirit. You might even think of it as your soul, you know, whatever terminology you use, right? This, this creative being within us that is, you know, has, um, dreams, has gift, talents, and abilities, things that we would love to experience. We would love to create just for the sake of creating it, not because we're trying to resolve a sense of safety or belonging or being good enough. That's, that's all our unconscious wants to do is resolve those, um, perceived senses of lack, but our, our creative being, our soul has has a mission, has desires um, that it would love to experience and create. So we've got these two modes of awareness, right? Our thoughts and feelings are the the mode of awareness essentially from our unconscious. It's communicating to us our beliefs, our assumptions about life, not what's really happening, not what's objectively happening. Okay. So the problem is, the only problem with thoughts and feelings, it's not that we're having them, but is that we take them as real and we think, oh, this is real. And then we start basing our our next move, our next decision, our goals, our visions, our actions off our thoughts and feelings rather than just seeing them as what they are, which is our beliefs and assumptions about life being reflected to us. And our beliefs and assumptions were helpful in childhood. They're not helpful now because they're never based on the relevance of the moment. They're based on the past. So a way that you can, um, uh, you know, picture this picture, you know, that, that your thoughts and feelings are not reality. They're not what's really happening. Um, is imagine, imagine, um, two people walking down the street at night, right? And imagine, you know, imagine like, I guess two quite, to help just with the illustration, imagine two quite different people walking down the street at night, right? And, you know, a, like a dog barks, uh, they, there's another shadow on the other side of the road, walking down the other side of the road, a car drives past, each person is going to think different things. Someone with um, safety and trust uh, hangups is probably going to um, be trying to calculate if the person across the street is going to be an attacker, is going to be a threat. The dog, they're, they're trying to calculate if that's a threat. The car, they might switch to the other side of the road, so they're not on the same road as the same side of the road as the car. Or maybe that when they walk down the street, they do that thing that you're supposed to do for safety, which is you walk down the opposite side of the road to which to the traffic, so that a car can never come up behind you. And um, uh, yeah like pull up next to you from behind and you don't see them. Um, so you can always see it on coming. So there's, there's this focus and the perception always on the threats, right? Um, and 
you, you know, you can imagine another person walking down that same street that doesn't have any safety hangups at all. Um, and what their perception is, what's their perception of the person across the road is probably just someone walking home. <laughs> what's their perception of the car? What's their perception of the dog that's barking, right? Um, if, if they, they didn't fear that they're going to be attacked by a dog, you know, they might not even notice the dog barking, right? So, so our perception is communicating to us based on our beliefs. Our thoughts and feelings are communicating to us what our beliefs are. Do you know something? It might seem so crazy and ridiculous, and I'm sure this wouldn't be the case for like 90% of people. I live in Bali currently, and sometimes I drive down these narrow, actually, no, it even happens, it's even happened on the main road. I'm driving down a road, right, on my scooter, and there'll be a local Balinese person who works in the rice fields, and they have these like hooked, I don't know what you call it. Like I, I assume it's like a knife. I assume it's almost like a bit of a hook to machete in a way. I don't know how sharp it is. And I, do, I don't know exactly what they use it for, but they somehow use it with the planting or harvesting in the rice fields. Maybe it's when they're, they're, they're cutting the tops off the um, rice paddies. Um, and the first time I had to drive past someone holding one of them, I was so afraid. I, I, I think that I probably actually swerved to the other side of the road. It brought up so much fear in me to drive past someone holding that because my thoughts and feelings were telling me that, you know, they might try to slash me as I drive past. And so that hasn't happened yet, but still every time I drive past someone holding that, I feel uncomfortable and my thoughts and feelings are telling me this person might slash me. Now, is that, does that have any relevance? to the moment that every time I drive past someone holding one of these, I'm afraid I'm going to get slashed. Maybe in one case it would have relevance, in which case it would be relevant for that, you know, for the, for that to occur to me and for me to respond. But otherwise it's my beliefs. It's my beliefs around safety and that people, you know, fundamental beliefs developed in my childhood that, that I'm going to get hurt and people People have ill intent and want to hurt me. So that such that whenever I walk past uh, or ride past someone that's that's got something that looks like a weapon, I I find it extremely uncomfortable. I I might even remove myself, uh, and I do actually remove myself sometimes because I'm afraid that person's going to attack me. That is so irrational. It's <laughs> so irrational in most of these situations. I, I, not, I have not so far been attacked. Um, and, it's, and it is really irrational, but it, it's communicating to me my beliefs, not reality, not what's really going on, right? And another example of this that, you know, I observed in, I observe in social situations and there was one, I mean, I observed this kind of thing I would say relatively frequently, but, uh, with this one person or uh, there's two people involved to illustrate this, that I met when I was in Spain earlier this year. And this one person, uh, was, I guess you could say a bit more like reserved, reserved, not in a shy seeming way, but you know, kind of a bit straight faced. Um, and I assumed, uh, I'm trying to think of how to just share this in a really concise way. I assumed that person doesn't want to talk to me. 
you know, and doesn't, maybe doesn't like me, right? That's what my thoughts and feelings start telling me. So I become more and more quiet and timid around that person. And then I watch someone else engage with that person. That person behaves the same way with this other person, but the other person instead engages them in a really playful way. And, you know, we'll try to try to draw them out of their shell, try to, you know, and not take what I would take as like maybe grumpiness and not wanting to be bothered, you know, not, not take it that way. And, um, and be playful and light and fun and, 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 and actively engage that person. And it it was just one of those illustrations where I was like, wow, you know, it just shows me kind of a default trigger I have when someone behaves that way or has a certain demeanor, how I unconsciously assume they don't like me rather than, you know, being in the relevance of the moment. It's not that I have to assume all people like that want to be drawn out of their shell, but just be in the relevance of the moment and be present with, okay, that person actually has a lot of social awkwardness. And, um, you know, I can approach that completely differently, you know, without attachment to the outcome, but I'll get a completely different result and I'll stop limiting myself by responding to what my thoughts and feelings are telling me because they're actually not communicating to me reality. They're communicating to me my beliefs and assumptions about the situation based on my childhood conditioning. So I hope that was, I hope those examples, you know, while very simple, just help illustrate that the thoughts and feelings you have in response to something is not objective reality. It's what you believe what you're perceiving must mean. It's, it's like you, you go to all your categories, all your past experiences, and you go, this must mean this. Therefore, like I'm going to do this, right? And that's what's not real. And when you can catch yourself doing that and not go along with what your thoughts and feelings are telling you, that's when you're going to get a whole lot more powerful in your life. Like seriously, a whole lot more powerful in your life. So, all right what the fuck do you do then? Right? (laughs) You're having thoughts and feelings constantly, consistently throughout the entire day. What the fuck? If you you are going to, okay, I'm going to assume they're not real. What the fuck do you do then? How the fuck do you operate? How the fuck do you, how how the fuck do you have any orientation? So that's interesting because you're, that's exactly why your beliefs are occurring to you is because you're trying to orientate yourself. You're trying to figure out what things mean and therefore how you need to operate. That's literally what's going to keep triggering your thoughts and feelings. That's then going to refer back to, well, what's happened in the past. That's the only way your unconscious can figure anything out. It goes, well, what happened in the past, right? So the other option, the more empowered way to, to be and to operate is to use your intuitive mode of awareness. So let me take us back to at the start of this episode where I was talking about your unconscious mode of awareness, which is your your ego, all of your beliefs and past experiences, um, your experience of separation, and your super conscious, which is your oneness, your connection to all things through all time and space, your creative being. And your intuition is what it connects, is, is 
you know, how you receive information from your superconscious. It's coming to you through your intuition. So this is what you actually want to tap into when you want to go, okay, what's what's the relevance of the moment? What's really going on here? And what's my true next step or action in this situation? So it's like coming up for air, essentially, you know, we, we live in our thoughts and feelings. There's no way around that. You're never going to eliminate your thoughts and feelings. You don't even need to eliminate your thoughts and feelings, you know? So it's like, a dolphin or a whale living in the water, you know, they they live in the water completely immersed in the sea, but they come up to the surface for air. They need the air to breathe. And that's what we need to do. We need to come up, you know, we're living in this immersion of our thoughts and feelings. And what we need to do is come up to the surface and remove, like step out of our thoughts and feelings for a moment get what's going on intuitively, receive information on an intuitive level, and then take that forward, go with that. And then, you know, we're going to be back in our thoughts and feelings, but we're not going to be living by them. We're going to go, no, this is, this is the higher perspective. This is what I got. This is, this is what's really going on. Not, you know, not that my, my unconscious telling me that everyone hates me. Everyone's going to reject me you know, I'm going to be a failure, whatever. Like that's not what's really going on. That's, you know, that's my unconscious having a little party. What's really going on is what my intuition tells me. So going into your intuition. Um, so when, when would you do this? Like when you're feeling in your head about things, when you're feeling triggered, when you're feeling in a survival state. So that could be fear anger, depression, anxiety, that sort of agitation when you're, you know, when you're having a reaction to something, when you're about to be creating something. And so you want to actually tune into what's the truth, not what's my thoughts and feelings about this. All of these are situations where it's a great time to go, okay, great. What's really going on here? What's the relevance of the moment? What's the, what's the possibility of the moment? And like, how can I, you know, what's my next true step to take me forward into that rather than going along with my thoughts and feelings and going along with my beliefs and then creating the same old shit, because that's all that's going to happen when you go along with your thoughts and feelings is you're going to create the same old shit because you're seeing the world a certain way, you then respond a certain way to that and you keep creating the same thing. That's, that's literally what's happening. If, if there's any place in your life, you're feeling stuck, things aren't moving, you're not having a magical experience of life. You're, you're identifying with your thoughts and feelings and you're living out of your beliefs. And so it's keeping you in that, you know, it's like that, that, that I want to say like box or like little circle of knowing that that's what it is. It's like, that's keeps keeping you in that little space of knowing this is what we know. And, and you just stay in that little space of knowing you don't really break through into things you've never experienced before, you know, cr- creating, having yeah experiences, creations that are beyond your belief, beyond your comfort zone, beyond what you believe is possible to break into all of that. We have to strategically use our intuition. Notice our thoughts and feelings, 
Don't go along with them as if they're true, as if they're reality. They're not reality. Use our intuition as our guide, as our compass. And on the point of intuition, you know, your intuition is not something that you have to wait to randomly strike. You know, I see often and, and you know, before I got into the work of alchemy, I, I've, I felt like this too, where you, you, you feel like you just got to wait for intuition to strike. You know, you got to maybe meditate or journal and all of those things definitely help connect you to your intuition, but you can actually, you can connect with your intuition and receive information from your intuition whenever you want to. I'm absolutely serious. Whenever you want to, this is (laughs) this message. I'm also saying this directly to all of my, my one-to-one clients that I work with, you know, because we all assume that, no, we're going to work it out. And, you know, and it's a practice of constantly knowing, no, I have access to this line of information, this stream of messages from my superconscious constantly at any moment that I choose, at any moment that I choose to, to leave the structure of my unconscious and step into the structure of my intuition, I will receive intuitive information. I can get intuitive information on anything, on anything I'm creating. And the more that you practice that, the more powerful you're going to be as a creator in your life. You know, and it's, and it is a practice. It is a practice to, to develop mastery. Absolutely is a process. You don't become a master at alchemy and a master at, um, living out of your intuition consistently, uh, you know, in six weeks or in a three month, um, program, like it's a thing. This is a, this is a real journey that you're on in your life to come to your real power within yourself, to really come home to your creative being and live out of that creative being and express the, the true soul desire of that creative being and the, the real potential of that creative being. This is, you know, this is substantial. This is of substance. This isn't something you're doing to resolve getting away from an unwanted situation or to make enough money or, you know, to get enough status or success that, I mean, that you might unconsciously have those desires at times because that's what your ego is looking for, you know, but this is a really substantial process. And, you know, if you've, if you've been on this journey also, you know, for a while, it's important to also not beat yourself up about not being perfect at it or, you know, not, not always going into using your intuition when you know you should, um, you know, and you can set up structures in your life to support you with that being a part of, uh, communities of people that are, doing the work that are, you know, not just wanting to live out of their default survival conditioning that actually are here to actualize their potential and what they're really about and what's in their heart by receiving coaching, but all these things support you to, to master this process and live in this structure because by default, your consciousness is always going to draw you back to your ego because that's the thing that's loudest. Your thoughts and feelings are a lot louder than your intuition you have a con- consistent uh, access to your intuition, but your thoughts and feelings are screaming at you because they're always trying to alert you to the threats that are potentially 
uh, here right now and also potentially going to be here in the future. So it's always going to grab your attention, always going to pull your attention. Uh, and our practice then is to use your will to go, no, I'm going to tune in to, to what's, what's actually going on here and my next true action step rather than responding to what I think and feel about this. And if you do that, seriously, <laughs> seriously, things are going to radically change for you. Um, and you'll have, you'll feel immediately the clarity of that the clarity of stepping out of your head, stepping out of your shit, stepping out of your anxiety, fear, stress, and going into your intuition and, and what, like the clarity you get in doing that, you know, like I can't describe it to you. You can only experience it when you do it and you go, oh, oh, it's so obvious now. It's so obvious now. Whoa, look where I was down there with my head all like in the bushes. <laughs> now I'm now I'm here with my head above the forest. I can actually see what the fuck is happening, you know? It's so obvious. It's so obvious and it is actually very simple. And if you want to develop that intuitive ability, it actually doesn't take a lot. It's, it's incredibly simple and it's what I teach in my uh, my unlocking gold weekend immersion. So we, we get started, like we sort of do preliminary stuff in my living from your greatness masterclass, which is now very exciting. It's available at any time on my website for you to go and purchase and get stuck straight into it. It's a two and a half hour workshop. It's brilliant. It used to be the first module of my creating course, but I've now made it so you can just get started on that class. And then the full intuition training um, and exercises that I get you to do is in my Unlocking Gold um, program, which will be running again in January. So I've also put the link to that in the episode description if that's something that you're interested in checking out. I think it is a life skill that I, that just everyone should be invested in learning because that is what's going to enable you to live creatively and live from a, from a higher potential um, rather than from your sense of limitation. It's just a complete no-brainer for, for anyone that's to any degree awake in their life um, and wants to live awake. You know, this, these are practical tools to do that. And I can't stress enough practical you know, it's, it's not, it's not hocus pocus. It's practical. You can use it. I use it at the start of my day. I use it throughout my day. I use it whenever I'm started going to be creating a new program. I'm always using these tools and it's very simple and it's very easy. So I highly recommend, I really highly recommend checking out, um, that living from greatness masterclass, the unlocking gold, course immersion that is going to be running again in January. And then of course, like if, you know, if you're really committed to this path and you want to take it further, um, consider the unlock your next level retreat that I'm going to be running in Bali next year. Spots are very limited. So I do really encourage you that at all, um, is you're feeling the call, there's activation, there's excitement, go and check that out. Book in a call to have a chat with me. I'm not scary. I'm not a salesperson. I'm not going to press you into anything. You don't have to make any decision on the call, but I'm just going to be there to support you to, you know, you're actually, you're actually going to get, um, 
a lot of clarity just by having a call with me because I'm going to support you to uncover, you know, what, what you're really looking for right now, what's really holding you back. And, you know, and then whether the retreat would be something that feels aligned and true for you right now. So if that interests you, link in episode description, book a call with me and we can have a chat further about it. Otherwise, I'm sending you lots of love. I'm I really, I think this was a great episode. I'm really glad we've covered this and I'd love to hear how you go with it. Um, I would encourage you to maybe over the next week, really be conscious of this, really be, maybe even write a note or put it on the background of your phone um, or write a note um, that you stick somewhere near your computer, on your fridge, somewhere it says thoughts, my thoughts and feelings aren't real or my thoughts and feelings aren't reality. However, you, you would prefer to phrase it and just notice the thoughts and feelings that you're having throughout the day and just go, this is not, act- um, this is not the reality. This is my perception of what's happening. If, if you're in a room with other people, that person over there is literally having different thoughts and feelings. They're literally having a different perception about this. They're literally having a completely different experience. Um, and that's because our thoughts and feelings aren't real. They're our beliefs uh, and our experiences of the past being communicated to us. And there is a higher awareness that you can tap into through your intuition to get a true perspective on what's actually occurring and your next true action step. Okay, I'm going to sign it off there because I, I just think this was excellent. I'm excited for you to go and apply it over the next week and I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.